Hi, everybody, and welcome to the PR Podcast. Give you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and outside the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hello, hello. And this is our special edition Christmas episode. So, so if you're listening, <laughs> stop listening, go to YouTube, and look at this cool setup we got going on behind All us. All thanks to Annabelle here. She is our uh, decorator. <laughs> and our, and our nutritionist. <laughs> so this sucks. <laughs> and the party starter. <laughs> yeah. well, she, she's the one who makes us take yeah, shots. Yeah, she's uh, the oh, life of us. this party. <laughs> she does okay, a lot. Morgan, Morgan grabbed the cups. You brought the Jameson. You said, let's just kill the bottle. <laughs> you did. And you poured you did it. say that. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> naughty, naughty. What's the sign say right there, Annie? Oh, it says jingle all the way. No one likes a half-assed jingler. That's true. This is true. Um, what are you guys doing for Christmas? Family, 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 family. So, Aww. Christmas Eve, uh, we get together with Bree's family, and we do our all the uh, Christmas celebrations. And then on Christmas Day, we get with my family and do all the Christmas celebrations. And that's like, that's an all day event from morning to night. Do you guys do like Christmas Eve to Christmas morning? Like stay up? Oh, like the, like the open presents at midnight? No, yeah. no. We open them uh, on Christmas Day, like around like nine, nine o'clock. You know, we'll all get together, the immediate family, and we'll open up the gifts. And then we'll all go and meet up at my uncle's house, like all the family. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have like a big Christmas together dinner. And then we'll do like the white elephant game and just enjoy it. It's a good time. Oh. So how many gifts does uh, Grayson have? He's getting stocked up this year. Yeah. This is his first Christmas, it's right? His first Christmas, and he's like, he's the new, you know, new kid on the block. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna be getting hooked up this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he? Uh, oh no, he's not. Because your, he your want, brother has. Yeah, he kids wants too. Um, Starbucks gift cards. Okay. Does Augie's work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Augie's gift cards. I could probably get one of those. Okay. Coffee, also, coffee gift cards. Or like a free like um, year membership for the kids club. That'd be cool. Oh, <laughs> Nice. Get him his gym membership already. <laughs> Gotta get him started. Are you going to make any cookies? No. Is Bree's uh, mom going to make any cookies? Yeah, so Bree's mom makes the cookies for Christmas Eve. And then my cousin, she bakes as well. She's a baker also. And she even does, like, baking for events and stuff. So mm-hmm. for Christmas, she makes, like, two trays full of, like, little cookies, all home-baked. home, home, home baked. And they're so small that they're dangerous because you can just put the whole thing in your mouth. You don't <laughs> you don't have to take bites. Every time I just I'll... imagine you serving it like cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> this is little cookies. You just pour your milk and whey protein That's shake it in. Pretty much what it turns into. Like, every time I walk past a tray, I just grab, like, you know, like, two or yeah. three. Just pop them in the mouth. Like, just they're, they're too easy to eat. And... They're dangerous, but I look forward to it every single year. Oh. Well, homemade is that's where it's at. Yeah, it's gonna be anything. They're yeah. amazing. So I make sure I have my um my my lactose pills on me. Oh, AKA my stomach dairy. condoms. That's what I call them. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, appropriate. Gotta protect the stomach. Protection. <laughs> protection <laughs> first. Always hair protection. So <laughs> if you're lactose guys, <laughs> there's a lot of homemade mac and cheese and desserts going on, so carry the lactose pills. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Morgan? What you got going on? I I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> no, like, no like traditions you guys do yearly. I mean, we usually get together at someone's house. I don't know whose house we're doing it this year. I don't know who's coming. 
I don't know anything. <laughs> you have these Santa ears on. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't jingle. take you serious as you talk because they're dancing. They're, they're, they're dancing on your head. Like Santa. You had the choice to wear a Santa lips. hat and you wanted to wear the ears. Because that shit don't fit my head. It's too small. <laughs> it's tiny, man. Tiny little hats. <laughs> You guys are watching the elf hat is bigger. I don't have a small head. <laughs> this is the only one that was big. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have no idea. Nothing. Good. Well, no go with the flow. if you have no plans, you could join me. I mean, I just want the cookies. There's enough that's, trust. That's why you asked. <laughs> just some cookies. She's all hinting. Yeah. But hey, guys, I'm Morgan. Pleasure to meet you guys all. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me into your home. And I'll just gladly take those cookies. Yeah, yeah. Just wash it for cookie. Cookie trays. Annabelle, plans? Yeah, so my sister just bought a home. So congratulations hey, to my little sister. And if we have furniture, well, I guess that's the plan. Like if we have furniture, we're going to do Christmas Eve at her house. If not, we're still going to do Christmas Eve at her house. So we're just going to be on the mm. floor. So uh, we'll celebrate there. And then this year, actually, we're going to do a trip. Um, three days, three days, two nights in Yosemite. So we're going to leave Christmas Day um, spend a couple days. We're going to try to do some snow adventures and, you know. That sounds like a journey for a Jeep. Oh, are you <laughs> offering to drive? <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. Hopefully it's supposed to snow every day. I don't do well in the cold, but we're going to, I'm going to strap up. I'm going to gear up like to where like. Is there a snowboarding or skiing up there? There is, there is, but I don't think we're gonna do any of that. So what are you guys gonna do? Snowball fights? Um, maybe a little, just yeah, snow angels. Just stay in the car with the heater on, hey. build a snowman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's everyone else gonna do, or what am I gonna do? So we're bringing uh, the dogs too. So uh, a couple of little hikes, um, snowshoeing. We're gonna try. Snowshoeing. What's it's that? basically. This is what I imagine. I don't know if it really is like tennis rackets on your feet. <laughs> okay. So you're like walking oh, with like okay. little. So it's like a hike through snow and you have like special shoes. Um, and I don't know what else. So uh, Tim's brother, Chris, kind of uh, has done snow adventures, I think, and he has a good idea. So we're just letting go. I'm in charge of snacks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing that. And then. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. Kind of excited because it's going to snow. Like, I've only ever seen it snow one time, mm -hmm. and we're driving to Mexico. So, it's going to be cool. I'm excited. So, you, cool. you obviously do nutrition, and your sister is, she, she got her degree in. in She's a dental hygienist. Dental hygienist. Mm -hmm. So I could imagine how your guys' houses for holidays, you're probably super strict with like, stop eating so many cookies. And she's like, she's like but if you do, brush your fucking teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're the worst. <laughs> we're so, I mean, just, we know better. Everybody's but... scared to eat around you guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think everybody recognizes that like we appreciate good like food. Um, I mean, in the mix of all that, like my dad's a chef. So... Yeah. We still eat. We still go in. So we just clean our teeth and mind our calories a little bit. Your sister just handing out little uh, those little toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah. You're Make sure you guys floss. Yeah. There you go. I didn't see you. I didn't she see even you. brushes her dog's teeth. She has like a little oh, uh, little yeah. Frenchie Zoe. And she brushes her dog's teeth. Oh, that's a cool so little you're, you're supposed yeah, to brush your dog's so teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Two minutes.
anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode is going to be another Q&A episode because we love them because obviously we want to answer the questions that you guys ask and are curious about. So Annabelle, go ahead and read off uh, question number one and who is it from? So we have, we're going to combine two questions. They're similar topics. So the first question is from Scary Terry 1999. Uh, that sounds, that sounds intimidating. Terry. You better be scary. <laughs> scary Terry. I can't see. I can't see the picture. It's like a cartoon. But Scary Terry, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, what do you re- recommend to target stubborn love handles? And second part of this question from Regina underscore twenty two fifteen. I know abs are made in the kitchen, but any other tips on the key to obtaining abs? So this is a pretty simple to answer, in my opinion. Um, so you could go to. A <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't take myself seriously. I said just drink some some fit tea and uh, oh, I'll help no. burn the, <laughs> help the, burn the body fit. fat. Fitness influencer yeah, route. I'm sorry, guys. No, you go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Don't take fit tea. He's like use code that Morgan. Is <laughs> use code Morgan negative ten. Or when you pay as she adds ten dollars to your or negative twenty for an extra potent fit tea. Oh, <laughs> So as we all know, there's no way to really spot lose body fat. Um, if there was a way, then obviously everybody would have abs. And so when it comes to the love handle situation, that's kind of genetic on where people kind of hold their their body fat. And so that's going to come down to dropping body fat overall. So making sure you're in a, you're in a calorie deficit. Make sure you're burning off more calories than what you're eating, and being patient most of all. So that's part number one. Uh, part number two about the abs, um, kind of the same thing. Um, when you're a lower body fat, you'll be able to see your abdominal muscles a lot more um, efficiently. And weight training your abs is a good way to see them, though, at, at possibly a higher body fat. Because obviously your abs are muscle. So when you do build them, you will possibly be able to see them at a higher body fat. Now, about higher body fat, I'm not saying 15, 16%, but instead of seeing them at 6, 7%, you might be able to see them at 9 or 10. And so um, I always do encourage people, especially competitors, um, even while you're reverse dieting or bulking, to still train your um, your core. Because whenever you do do a cut, obviously, like I said, you'll be able to see your, your core a lot, um, a lot sooner at a higher body fat. And when you do cut down to those very low numbers, it'll be a lot more prominent. Yeah, so I agree. Um with love handle spot reduction, I think in general we know we can't spot reduce, but I'm gonna do we now? I'm I'm gonna go back and I have to look up because there's a recent study that was done. Um, I know it was this year, and I wish I would have had it on hand, but um, they found that even though you can't spot reduce, like you can build the muscle and kind of lean out the area, so. Um, like for example, somebody who holds like a lot of body fat, like on their arms, right? Like, or their triceps, like that double wave, like working your triceps is going to like build muscle. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Morgan just demonstrated. Um, it's going to build muscle in that area. And like, because there's so much blood flow, like coming into that area to like repair the muscle that you're breaking down, it's a higher chance that it's going to mobilize the fat in that area so we're not saying you can spot reduce unless you get surgeries like you can't really like remove fat from certain areas and unfortunately like your quote-unquote trouble areas usually are your trouble areas because they're the first place you store fat and the last place you lose it 
So everybody has different body fat store patterns, um, men and women compared to each other. And then even within the same like genders, mm-hmm. women store body fat differently, men store body fat differently. And a lot has to do with genetics, a lot of it. Um, and yeah, same thing with abdominals. So you have to be in a calorie deficit. So I like that she mentioned that uh, abs are made in the kitchen. Um, but you do, I mean, your abdominal muscles are a muscle. So training them is going to make them pop a little bit. You're not going to get a thick, huge waist. We know how difficult it is to gain muscle size or gain muscle. So like the people who wear like the little squeam and train with those like you're kind of defeating the purpose if you want to build like a strong solid core um or like those the waist you mean waist waist trainers trainers? yeah oh my god waste of money so like a lot of people and and you will shrink that area because it like removes the like fluid from the like the layer i mean it removes fluid from the surface surface of the skin but if you're not training those muscles you're not developing your abs yeah i agree i think uh so yeah, they are made in the kitchen, but just to be clear, you have to be in a calorie deficit. You got to lose body fat. It doesn't matter if you're eating healthy. If you're not in a deficit and you're not burning fat, you're not going to make those abs pop. Um, agree with you. Working your abs might be better for them to pop out, pop up a little bit more because if you have a little bit more muscle, they're going to be better defined. And uh, for example, I know I know a friend of mine, he, he fluctuates in weight up and down and his abs are always popping. And me, I'm the opposite. I have to be like super. Are you talking about me? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> you can say my name. I'm right here. <laughs> no, I don't see you shirtless all the time, unfortunately. But um, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna let that We're gonna let that slide. Okay, cool. But um, so yeah, so he, whether he's fluffy or not, his abs are always popping. Me, I'm the opposite way. So. I have to be super lean for my abs to be popping. And I don't really hit abs that much besides uh, deadlifts or squats with hit some, but I don't train them directly just because I personally don't care for them. Mm-hmm. So it does take me lower body fat levels for them to show. But for example, if you saw my legs year round, you'd think I have super low body fat because they're always lean and shredded. But uh, But my upper body is carrying more fat. So mine, I carry more fat in my upper body than my lower body and some people could be different less on top more on the bottom that's funny. Uh-huh. yeah so yeah i like that you mentioned that too because i think the tendency is to think okay abs let me do like five sets of a hundred and just rep it out rep it out mm. but l- like you have slow twitch and fast twitch muscle fibers all over your body including your abdominal muscles so if you're stabilizing your core during a heavy deadlift that's training your abs and high weight like low rep high weight movements for your abdominals is going to be important too so you want some of that like high rep like crunches leg raises um you know some twisting Uh, motions i'd say planks planks yeah but you also want like you want to train them with resistance too so Mm Um, if you're able to, you can do like a hanging leg raise with like a dumbbell between your feet or knees. Um, yeah, so that'll help them pop. Another thing like for women, especially, I know this will, I guess for both genders, um, to kind of give the illusion of a smaller waist, uh, you can train your upper body, like your, your lats, lats. like training your back and your lats, um, 
gives the illusion of a smaller waist because you get that V taper. Yeah, same thing and with, then you uh, get a nice strong well. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another low bonus. <laughs> yeah. It's all about illusions. And obviously me doing the bodybuilding competitions, that's that's kind of what we go off mm-hmm. of is illusions and smoke and mirrors and you know. So yeah, grow those lats, grow those quads, and it'll give you more of that kind of X frame. Yeah, so we got for uh, question number two. So question two, it's... Oh, and who's it from? From underscore DJ Loops underscore. <laughs> DJ. Yeah. PR podcast. Oh, damn. We just got a new intro. Hit us up, DJ Loops. If you would have kept going for three seconds, Annie would have started dancing. I know, I should have been like... What is it? How is it? Oh, don't ask... No, no, no. Do the bird call. What is it? <laughs> I don't know why you act in brand new. Morgan was oh saying God. that Who? all this she, morning. She, she reminds me of that. Do you guys, it's an old, old rapper. Um, oh, because I'm old. Yeah, like a <laughs> tattoo on his face back in the day. Birdman. Uh, with Birdman. Birdman. There you go. Yes. Put some respect on my name. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I'm out. A little bit offended, a little bit. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I kind of feel cool at the same time. <laughs> but gee, Sorry. come on. <laughs> I mean, facts. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, underscore DJ Loops underscore. Does training in the morning give you the same muscle development versus training at night? Other than training with food in your system for more energy, intensity is the same. Just not sure if it makes a difference. So difference as in muscle building um no there's really no difference it kind of depends on the on the individual and what they enjoy the most um i say try both out train in the morning for a few months and by a few months i would say like at least like four to six months you know give yourself and your body a chance actually to adapt to a new routine and then swap it start training at night same thing four to six months to see how you feel um do both to see um, how you perform and whichever one gives you the best performance, then stick to it. Um, for me personally, I am not a morning workout person. I'm a morning person. I don't mind waking up early and getting, getting stuff done. But when it comes to actually like strength training, my body just does not click. I forced it for six months straight and I just never caught on. I just felt tired. I felt sluggish. I felt my body never really warmed up or got into the groove until the last like 20, 30 minutes. And by, by that time, the workout was already kind of done. But whenever I work out at night, I feel primed from the beginning. Like I do my warm up, I feel great, I feel strong. And so when it comes to some of the studies, it showed obviously your testosterone levels are, are higher in the morning. And so some people feel stronger because of that reason that can help muscle development. And then, but vice versa, at nighttime, you do have better um, hydration in the muscles and you do have more glycogen as well, too, from all, all the food you've been eating. And so that can also increase performance. So it's a win-win. So try both out and see how you feel better. So there's really no right or wrong answer. It just really kind of d- depends on the person. Yeah. So uh, I did want to talk about one study because I think most people train when it's most convenient for them. Um, but how you mentioned, like, if you're kind of forcing one way or another, I think one of the biggest concern is you're sacrificing sleep. Whether you're waking up earlier, it's maybe sacrificing an hour or two in the morning of sleep, or you're going to bed one or two hours later and maybe not able to fall asleep as easily because you're, you know, pumped up from the gym. Um, So a study this year, and I kind of looked into it 
for selfish reasons because during college I was a regular like nighttime like get to the gym at eight nine or ten like get home like ten to midnight and it was because that was one of the only times I was able to fit my workout in. So between working full-time, classes, homework, you know, whatever, that was the time that I was able to make it. So obviously with all the, like, research I was talking about, like, you got to prioritize sleep, like, to build muscle, to improve your performance. I looked into, um, like, how training at night versus the morning affects people. And a February 2019 study kind of looked into it. It was a very small sample size, um, but it compared people that worked out in the morning, in the middle of the day, and at night. So the times that they used were 6 to 7 a.m., 2 to 4, or 2 to 4 p.m., so this is like kind of late afternoon, and um, 7 to 9 p.m. So, and they looked at, (laughs) it's okay. So they looked at um, like hunger and appetite hormones to kind of figure out what the difference was with these different people. Um, And there was not a significant difference found, which that's like the gist of the study. Um, There was like one or two minutes difference on average between the time that people were able to fall asleep for those that trained in the morning compared to those that trained at night. So the people that trained in the morning tended to sacrifice like a little bit more sleep um, than those that trained at night. And I think I think if I can just like my personal anecdote, like I think it's you're kind of worn from the whole day and then you go into the workout and you kind of wear yourself out there. So like I remember getting home, showering and just knocking out, like sleeping like a baby. Um, and then there's other people or there was another like finding, what did they say? Um, so sleep duration for between the three groups was the best and the longest for the people that trained in the middle of the day. Like this is like, like noonish between like noon and four, like the middle of the day. So, um, there isn't a difference. The best recommendation is just to train whenever you're able to be most consistent. Um, I think consistency is important. Um, if you train all week long at the end of the day, and then on the weekends you train like at a different time, like that might throw off like your so your circadian rhythm a little bit and vice versa. Like if you're used to waking up super early and training in the morning and then on weekends you kind of sleep in and um, maybe you don't t- train till later at night, that could throw it off a little bit. But, um, you know, whatever you have to do to make sure you can get into the gym or get some exercise. Yeah, so it's all about rhythm and, and creating that consistency. Because uh, even like um, on my days off where I don't work, I still try to go to the gym around the same time, around the evening time. And also, if you are one of those uh, one of the late trainers, um, be mindful also of your caffeine intake. Obviously, if you're taking a pre-workout that's high in caffeine and you're having trouble falling asleep, that's not necessarily because of the workout. It's because of the caffeine. Because obviously, I work in a, in a supplement shop and people come in all the time and they go, Oh man, like, you know, they kind of ask the same question, like, what's better? And they go, I, when I train at night, I can't go to sleep. And I'm like, what do you think of pre-workout? And they're like, yes. I go, does it have caffeine? They're like, yes. Like, well, it's probably not the, it's probably not the fact that you're working out. It's probably the fact that you have caffeine in your system. 
So try both with and without caffeine. Um, obviously, so I, I train around 9, 9.30 at night, which is pretty late. And so I do take a caffeine-free pre-workout where it's just pure nitric oxides. And it does carry contain a little bit of a lion's mane, which is a nootropic mushroom, which helps with focus. Even though it's caffeine-free, I still get a really good mind-muscle connection focus in the gym. And it doesn't keep me up at night. Um, another uh, tactic you guys could use is that if you do bring in a caffeinated pre-workout, you guys could do something like a chamomile tea or even melatonin to help wind you guys down from that caffeine intake. You have preference between... Yeah, could you repeat the question? Yes. Uh, does training in the morning give you the same muscle development versus training at night? And he mentions other than training with food in your system and having more energy at night... Intensity is the same, just not sure if it makes a difference. Okay. So you guys already answered, it doesn't really make a difference. Correct. Um, so personally, I don't like training at night because, <gasps> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> time, when, you're, when you're training, I'm watching The Mandalorian. Getting ready for bed. So, in his jammies. <laughs> my little But anyway, so, so yeah, I don't like training at night simply because I feel exhausted. I feel tired. I know I have more food in my system. I'm well hydrated, but I just I feel exhausted. I don't. I feel like I don't hit my workouts as hard. Um, and obviously, it's going to depend on your schedule, on your, you know, what type of job you have, what do you do for a living, whether you have kids or whatnot. What what time of day is going to be best for you? Obviously, now I have the option of going in the morning or going at night. Um, I prefer going in the morning simply because. It, so for me, training right now, it's, it's, it's a huge priority in my life, right? So I rather make sure I get good workouts in the morning than going at night where I'm just beat and exhausted. There's been times, I remember when you would go at night, mm -hmm. like my eyes are so heavy <laughs> and I'm just going through the motions. And I know, I know they say it's better to get it in than, than not go to the gym at all, right? But I prefer, <laughs> <laughs> but I prefer going in the morning. Even though I don't feel, I'm going to be honest, it takes me a while to feel like I'm warm in the morning. It takes me. Oh, same. So hydration. So as soon as, so for some tips for those of you that go to the train in the morning, how much, how, how are we on time? Uh, four minutes. Okay. So real quick, if you train in the morning, what I would recommend is having some water by your bed, maybe like 32 ounces of water and just chugging it down before you even get up the bed, go pee or whatever, drink that water, start your hydration process. And then um, as far as eating, I don't, so me personally, I don't get hungry in the mornings and I feel, I feel my workouts are fine, except if it's like, cause obviously I'm a, I'm a, I do powerlifting. So it's some workouts like SBD, those take me like two to three hours. So I'll have some food with me to take in like between bench and deadlift because I do start feeling exhausted. But keep in mind, that's already about an hour and a half in. What, Most, can, what kind of food? I was, I was about to ask that. Uh, well, like, now I'm curious. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, me personally, I don't like snacks. Like I know a lot of people like taking like candy or mm. or an apple. I like freaking meal. So I'll take a sandwich Mm -hmm. Or there's a wobble grill next door mm -hmm. to to the gym by threshold, so I'll get wobble. That's pretty hefty, then. Yeah, but I I enjoy like a like a good meal in yeah. between my workout. Um, now keep in mind, most most people are not going to be training for three hours, like an hour and a half. So I don't think you need to eat before. 
if you do, maybe have like a protein shake or an apple or something like that. But I don't think it's necessary. What I will say is necessary is hydration. That's very, very, very important. Um, and it's going to take a while for you to get used to it. Even like I remember before I would train around four or five ish. And that those were like my best workouts because I wasn't super exhausted. I wasn't tired. I was, I was pretty good. Um, but when I started training in the morning, it took me a while to feel like like my strength was there because you do feel weaker in the beginning. It took me it takes about a month for your body to get used to training in the morning where you feel like, OK, I'm not weak. <laughs> like I still got it. I'm still me. <laughs> but then again, that differs. Like I said, I did it for, I did it for six months and I, it just never clicked. But then again, it depends like because what you said is true. If you're working out in the morning and then the weekends, you don't wake up early it, it just messes everything up. So you're never really in that groove. Sure. Like you have to be like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5.30 every day. Mm-hmm. Just an example. Mm-hmm. You can't say 5.30, Monday to Friday, and then weekend. You don't. So our next two questions are going to be combined because they're similar topics. So Jen Love GM underscore. With so many brand options and supplement options, what is a good starting point for someone new into fitness? What supplements are critical in helping us achieve that fitness goal? Question number one. And question number two from my little sister at Marisa C, spelled all kind of crazy ways. As a starter, what supplements, if any, are needed? Are supplement ingredients regulated or are there any chemical ingredients that one should avoid that are typically found in supplements? Okay, so I'm a, I'm gonna start off simply because this is close to heart, because this is a that's my cousin, Jen. Oh, I don't it? know I don't know her tag, but that's my cousin, <laughs> and the other oh. one's your sister. Jen Love GM. So look, ladies, right off the back, save your money. <laughs> <laughs> eat your food. <laughs> eat your food. Eat your vegetables. But yeah, okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So there are a few supplements that um, can be beneficial. Um, When it comes to the regulation, pretty much when it comes to the supplement industry, almost nothing is technically regulated. Anybody can really make a pre-workout and throw it on the shelf. So you have to be smart. You have to know ingredients. You have to know where these parts are coming from. Um, The cool thing is there are companies out there that do um, individually, independently, third-party test their products. So try to look for those brands. Kudos to those companies because they have to pay out-of-pocket to get these unbiased companies or testers to come in, test their supplements for like dosing, for safety, Mm -hmm. um, and that's how they do it. Just to make sure that what's on that label is actually in that product. And there's been a lot of companies, including big companies, that have been hit with line on labels. And so um, that's the reason why formulas tend to change out of nowhere and brands kind of come and go all the time. So you kind of have to be smart and know what you're looking for. So third-party tested companies are definitely what I highly encourage. And obviously, I work for a supplement shop. So, um, you know, I have a little more knowledge on this than, than the average person. And so there are the good thing is there's more and more companies now that are going that route of third party testing. And the cool thing is whenever a company does go through that third party testing process, you can actually contact them and ask them to see the results of the product and they they'll send it to you like the analysis. Yeah, the analysis. They'll send you the the lab analysis so that you know exactly what you're getting. And so look for those brands. That's the best way to go uh, to ensure quality and, and safety. Um, 
as far as supplements, um, say, you know, same thing that Morgan said, food is number one. That's going to be your main bread, bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't, don't be eating butter, all that butter and bread. <laughs> um, but yeah, so food is going to definitely be number one, but there are some supplements that definitely can help. I always encourage obviously a protein shake, a high quality protein shake. Um, if you do have trouble eating your, and getting in your protein macros during the day. And so obviously a protein shake can come in handy. The main thing though is one thing that I always encourage is that we do not want you surviving off of a protein shake. They are merely supplements. Supplement them into your life whenever they are needed. So if you're on the go, don't have time for a meal, boom, protein shake. If you're going to be going to like a family party, there's only be bad food options that don't fit your goals. Boom, protein shake to hold you over until you're able to have a meal that does fit your goals. And so make sure you're just implementing them the right way and you're not surviving off of them. Because a lot of times I have people ask me like, how many times a day should I take a protein shake? And it's like, well, how many times do you need it? (laughs) Like, It depends. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes I'll go days without having a protein shake. And there'll be other times, especially like if I'm on vacation, you know, I was in Lake Arrowhead this weekend. I drink a protein shake three times in one day because I wanted to hit my protein goal. And so it really kind of needs to fit that lifestyle. So don't survive off supplements. They need to just be what they're called a supplement. They just supplement, you know, where you need them to fit in. And so a a good protein is what I highly recommend. Um, a good multivitamin too, for your uh, micronutrients. Um, and then also a creatine. If you are someone who is strength training, uh, creatine is the most studied scientifically proven supplement ever. What seven hundred and something studies on it now? Caffeine beats it, but well, one of the well, it's definitely up (laughs) there though. Yeah, it might be like in terms of like in the fitness industry, I think it's yeah, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's definitely up there. And so, creatine is proven to work. Um, I and it's creatine monohydrate that is yeah, (laughs) yeah, creatine monohydrate monohydrate that is um the form of creatine that is that is studied. And so, um, if if you want to take a creatine supplement that has major benefits of creatine helps raise your ATP in your muscle, which is um, your main fuel source for, for basically power and strength output. Um, your muscle uses that um, for, for strength training. So creatine is phenomenal to kind of add into your, your daily supplement intake. If you do take that, um, the, the BCAs, those are kind of the, the big, the big one where people, you know, kind of say save your money and other people say they, they do uh, have their place. I, for one will say they do have their place. Um, and that is going to be for the people who do struggle to get their nutrition in. Obviously, if you're not hitting your protein goal, you're bringing in less aminos, especially if you are a hard trainer um, or even if you are in a calorie deficit. That's where amino acids can play um, a role as well. And so I would definitely want to clarify BCAs, branched chain amino acids, when I say aminos. Because um, obviously, if you're at a calorie deficit, your body's having a hard time to recover because um, you're not bringing in as many nutrients. So BCAs can play their role as well. Um, typically, I would recommend uh, BCAs. Typically, L-leucine is the the main branch chain amino acid you want to bring in. About five grams post uh, strength training. That's when studies kind of showed it played the biggest role for muscle anabolism. So uh, my take is a little bit different. So um, first, and, my first and foremost answer to these questions is supplements are not needed. Right. Nutrition, not food, at all. Food, food. Like if you are not prioritizing and this goes back to a recovery episode when we talked about like a hierarchy of important things for health, health in general, but specifically for fitness. Um, so if you're not prioritizing your diet, your nutrition, um, your workout, like your programming, are you sticking to a plan consistently? Is it including phases that are going to be beneficial for 
all different parts of your health. I mean, your cardiovascular health, your muscular endurance, your muscular strength output, like all these different components. Um, your sleep, um, hydration, which we can kind of pair with like nutrition. Um, but if you're not prioritizing those things, don't even bother with anything else. Supplements are not going to help you in that case. They'll help you a percentage of the way if you're doing all the other things. Yeah. So basically, um, so if if you do, if you do nothing, supplements will do nothing. Yes. Exactly. And we spoke about. I think this it was the recovery episode that we spoke about this pretty pretty in depthly. So you guys could obviously go back and listen to that as well. Ooh, we could even link it. Boom. Um. If you are going to be, so if you are prioritizing these things, then, and I'll just share like what I use. Um, so uh, whey protein powder, I use it mostly for convenience and because they're tasty. Like sometimes, like yeah, if you, sweet tooth, yeah, yeah, if you throw in like some veggies, some fruit, like it's a good way to help you get in. Like if you're not like a big like spinach eater, throw in some spinach, like it turns your shake green. You kind of feel like the Hulk. Um, so a whey protein powder for convenience. It's great for students. You don't like you can take a scoop in a Ziploc bag or a scoop in a container, um, shake it up with water, shake it up with almond milk, regular milk, you know, um, and then just have that like as a snack. Um, protein is super satiating. So even though it's like just a, a drink, you'll notice like you feel like it, it kind of satisfied some somewhat of the like hunger. a hunger. Um, caffeine is my most abused, I'm just kidding, my most used <laughs> supplement. Um, it's a stimulant. It's probably the most um, studied, like if, if we're talking supplements and stimulants um, on the market, and it's effective. So, and I get so excited because I, I just really like coffee. Like it's really good for you <laughs> for so many different reasons, but there's a lot more studies coming out about the different benefits. Like just for example, I was hyping up like with my coworkers, um, a study came out recently that talked about uh, the use of, and they specifically looked at the benefits of dark roast coffee um, for chronic kidney disease and how, like, I think they did, like, uh, they used, uh, so it was a meta-analysis, like, looked at, like, 6,000, pe- like, participants, people who had kidney issues or chronic kidney disease, like, any range of those things, and coffee, because of, the antioxidants in them, um, I mean, if it's uh, like well sourced, um, was really beneficial. So, um, caffeine, everybody metabolizes it a little bit different. It works to kind of keep you awake. It doesn't. It's going to work differently for different people. So you're going to have to kind of test your own caffeine tolerance. Even person to person, day to day, it's going to vary. So. Just be mindful. Just if you're using caffeine or using coffee or a pre-workout with caffeine, make sure you know how many milligrams a day you're using like in a day. Um, try not to exceed because um, then that could have negative effects if you're not drinking water, <laughs> like enough water. Um, but yeah, caffeine, I love coffee. <laughs> and three, I use creatine also. Um, I use it... Uh, so creatine is uh, basically found in meat, and specifically beef, and even more specifically, grass-fed, grass-finished beef is super high in creatine. If you're 
not a vegetarian, if you're an omnivore, if you eat meat, more than likely, and if you're hitting your protein requirements, more than likely you're getting enough creatine in your system um, through food, which is the best way. But there have been several studies that have shown like how effective creatine could be for people who have um, muscle performance or muscle hypertrophy goals because you are like dosing creatine specifically before or after or both um, your workout. So the process of working out kind of sensitizes your body to several nutrients, but one of them is creatine. So um, a study found that if you take creatine specifically uh, after your workout, you kind of uptake a little bit more of it. So um, again, with supplements, it's they're not regulated by any like government agency or official agency. Um, I do want to say, so with those third-party companies that um, are testing for the supplement companies that are paying for it, um, even though they are third-party testing and they're showing the analysis, all they have to prove is that the label is correct. Just because the label is correct doesn't mean it's effective. So a company could be like, yeah, 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 like they have like everything that they say on the label, cool, but that doesn't mean that everything that they have on the label is going to be an effective supplement. So that's like, it's like a two-part deal. So if a supplement is going to have like effective dosing, um, that's going to be again on the consumer to check for that too. Mm -hmm. So I said it in one of our last episodes again, um, examine.com. It's a great website. You can plug in every single ingredient and find out what the effective dose is for that. Um, just for a little example, um, and I think you could probably help hopefully with this. So I think, um, several pre-workouts have citrulline malate mm -hmm. in it. And citrulline, so citrulline malate is really bitter on its own. So a lot of companies will say, okay, it has like two grams or three grams of citrulline malate per scoop in this pre-workout. Um, is that an effective dose? No. Okay. So, um, and the reason pre-workout companies aren't going to put like an effective dose is one, because it's nasty. Mm. It makes the pre-workout not a delicious fruity beverage. It makes it bitter. Yes. Um and then, so then you're just basically paying to pee really expensive, you know? So Yeah, and I have people say that. They'll come into a slip and be like, what's your best tasting pre-workout? And I'm like, you don't want what? that. What? <laughs> <laughs> do you want one that tastes good or do you want one that's going to be effective? And um, I actually put a post up last night. So I actually made my own pre-workout the other, uh, last night. So I actually got bought all the raw ingredients that you would find in, in a, in a pre-workout. And raw. I mix them all up raw. And I mix them all together and... I say, I like to say effective dosages, um, even though there's really technically no scientific effective dosages on any, any of these things. <laughs> and, but prostitutine, um, uh, malate, like you said, three to four grams is not an effective dose. Um, I did 12 grams. And so when, when I, <laughs> and when I, and I kind of flavored it with some, uh, like a pineapple, um, like base pre-workout. And so when I tasted it, it literally tasted like pineapple with athlete's foot. It was so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it was so bad. How do you know what athletes taste like? <laughs> if I had That's a guess, that, if I had a guess, that's the real question it, here. It, well, it tasted like smelly feet. Like if you smell like dirty socks, that's what oh it tasted gosh. like. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah this t it tasted like like a um like a football player's like you know gym so locker sock that he wore for a week <laughs> straight without washing. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. But the pump was insane. Man, really. Worth it. Am I going to take it again? <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> um, okay. So, so supplements, not necessary, could be useful. Check the product labels. Um, and know what you're taking. Check each ingredient. Yeah, know, know what you're taking. Um, prioritize food, sleep, your training, all of that jazz. Um, Save you one. Yeah. Oh, and then as far as um, chemicals or, or, you know, non-healthy things found in, in supplements, um, a couple of the more recent things that have come up is um, there was an analysis done, and specifically it was on uh, vegetarian um, vegetarian and vegan protein powders. Uh, there was a lot of heavy metals found in them, um, and that basically has to do with the way that it's processed. Um, so... We can show the the report for that. Um, you know, Herbalife had a lawsuit because their oh, products damn, were, damn. Making, <laughs> were making making people that, seriously that's a, sick. That's a game changer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So and uh, what's the other one? Oh, and and then don't don't. So we talked about creatine, protein, um, a Ca- couple of other caffeine. Caffeine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do not bother with detox teas. Um, what else can be categorized as supplements? That's like a waste of time, money. Like pretty much everything that we did not mention. Carcinic <laughs> Cambogia. Fat, fat burners, I would say. Yeah. Most of them are just a- Anything that Dr. Caffeine. Oz talks about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot. So. Yeah. Dr. Oz, he had this lady on talking about Carcinic Cambogia. And as soon as she mentioned it, all the supplement shops got flooded with people running in, thinking that's like this like miracle thing. And examine.com got it, their hands on it. Oh. And thank you, examine. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so So be careful, guys, just because you guys see it on TV or the news. Yeah. Do spend, your own research. Spend that twenty dollars that you would on a tub of, you know, whatever. Or spend that out, time like on groceries. <laughs> and do some research. Anything else? We have no, two more two no, more quick questions, which are going to be a little bit more fun. So these were like our serious ones. So next question from underscore Daniela Mal underscore. You guys should spill some tea slash opinions on quote unquote fitness influencers. Oh, oh, shit. Let me tell you about this. Guy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I was at the edge of my Did seat. Did you see like, oh, that? Well, I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> well, there he go. <laughs> This fit flauncher guy? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> that beard is fake. Oh, gosh, he's so not natty. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so recently, um, we, so we, we talked about this before the podcast. Uh, there was this big female influencer. Are you going to search the name? Uh, I can, yeah. Yeah, I'll search that name. We'll, we'll say the name. Oh, go. Keep talking. Oh, okay. It might yeah. be a little while. <laughs> so basically, oh, there it is right there. Her and her agent, they met up with these um, detox, this detox company, this detox tea company. And they're basically saying how the detox tea itself had cyanide in it, which is obviously very poisonous and toxic to the human body. And she basically said, I'll promote it. I don't care. Basically, she's just in it for the money. She's a huge IG influencer. She has a huge following. And she basically said, I don't, I'm not even gonna take the product myself anyways. I don't care. Um, I'll promote it. 
And so luckily we they filmed it and they threw it all over the IG, all over the internet. And now it's obviously gone viral and you have to be careful with these IG influencers, guys. Not only when it comes to fake supplements and bad supplements, but also when it comes to fake natties and people just trying to sell you online programs when they got the results from a needle. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, so it takes, you know, consistency and time and effort to put muscle on. But when they're claiming natty when they're not and they got these phenomenal results that that obviously pisses me off because I'm, I'm a true natural lifetime, lifetime natural athlete. Me too. And, yeah, you kudo. <laughs> Morgan and more and Morgan is as well. Lifetime natty. He's not paying Come attention. <laughs> but um, so for me, that personally makes me upset because the more people that get caught for being fake natty makes it more unbelievable for guys who are really natural, who have great physiques. And obviously I know a, a huge handful of phenomenally amazing looking natural drug tested athletes. And a lot of people ask me, they go, why does natural bodybuilding not get as much respect or recognition as enhanced bodybuilding? And that's the reason why, because there's so many fake people out there that it's tough to kind of single out who's legit and who's not anymore. And so when it comes to like the, the fake natties, that's my that's my big problem. That's that's obviously my biggest issue because it hits home for me. And um, yeah, man, just got to be smart about who you guys are following man (laughs) gives me a headache i would i would just say i mean there's so many quote-unquote fitness influencers like the term like has been bastardized everybody considers himself an influencer like you can even add that i think to your profile or something influencer um which there's not a problem with that because i think a lot of people let me do okay so let me give people the benefit of the doubt like i'd assume most people at least start off with good, genuine intentions like good intentions they maybe find a passion for fitness or health or maybe they themselves overcome like some sort of struggle with their health um and they generate a following because they make a lot of connections with their audience and people and um all of a sudden they have this influence like over these people. Um, But I always question anybody who's going to like try to profit off of people's insecurities. So if anybody that you follow and I'll say this too, it's on the consumer too. So if you're flooding your own Instagram feed with, influencers and people that are going to just try to sell you products and try to sell you ideas and try to sell you, you know, whatever, clothes, like gimmicky stuff, um, then that's kind of on you too. So clear your feed of anybody that you don't have like a genuine trust for. um, But also like understand that people on the internet who are trying to make a living off the internet, like will they're their own marketers. So they'll almost do and say anything that they can, knowing that a percentage of people are not going to believe or trust, but knowing that a like another larger percentage is going to know and trust them because of the scope of intru- uh, influence that they have. Um, this goes for anybody who has um, like 
overcome like fitness struggles, like fitness, you know, and become like an influencer. Um, I'm not saying you have to have like degrees or like certifications or whatever, but they do help because then you at least know that these people have put in sweat, blood and tears like to earn those certifications and earn that knowledge. And a lot of the times like the certifications that these professionals have require CEUs, continuing education units. So that means that these people, in order to keep their certification, have to keep learning. They have to keep attending conferences, have to keep, you know, to keep it up. So you know at least that those people with degrees or, uh, you know, professions or certifications or whatever, they at least have that. Um, Not to say those are required, but they at least have that. Anybody who is just an influencer, like who has none of that, just be cautious of what they're trying to sell. I would say even people that have these credentials could not be a good follow. Yeah. There's plenty of them out there. You, you mentioned it. what Dr. Oz, he's not a fitness influencer, but oh, God. he has this quote unquote high degree. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. So are these, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of them out there. Me personally, I don't follow a lot of people because like you said, it's on you. It's on the consumer. So you're following all these influencers. Um, it's on you what who and what you're following because uh i think like you said it goes both ways so there are some influencers quote-unquote influencers they have a big following and usually that's a marketing term because it's business at the end of the day people need to make money even if it's fake followers yeah people need to make money there's people yeah there's people with fake followers and i have no problem with influencers because there's there are some good ones some people that are of they build a following because they're genuine. They actually care about people. They want to put good information out there. Um, but there's also, how are we on time? Five. Okay. Uh, but there's also, like you said, a whole bunch of people like that. That was it, fit tea or what was it? Yeah. Fit tea Skinny girl. coffee. Skinny coffee, whatever. Yeah, skinny coffee. There is no such thing as skinny coffee. Um, and you guys know right now. There's <laughs> only coffee. But uh, yeah, there's people like that are just trying to make a quick buck. And people will believe them. So, yeah, I think it just depends on you. Make sure you you follow people that, I mean, but at the end of the day, you can't tell if they're genuine or not. You just kind of got to be smart, I guess. Do your own research, look things up, see if this is true or not. Mm-hmm. Don't go buy something just because someone is promoting it. Uh, don't go buy our super fruit uh, pre-workout coming soon just because we're <laughs> promoting it here on the PR podcast. Holla. So just be cautious. Yeah. Lauren Goodger. That's Goodger. that was, I was like, your Goodger. last name has the word good in it, girl. Gosh, you gotta do better. It's so bad. <laughs> that was the influencer. Yeah. Ooh. So our last question is from just prepped underscore JP. Uh, what would you guys like to see more of in health and wellness for our community? Um Better influencers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey. All right, next question. I'm just <laughs> like us. I'm yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> We're not selling anything. <laughs> Man, that's 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 a that's a good question. That's deep. Man, because I would love to see more um, participation. More. So whenever I first got on Instagram years ago, when I first like started like a fitness page, there was so much like respect among like top people and that was like 
pay for this, pay for that. You want a shout out, you have to pay for a shout out. Like back then there was so much support and people would just shout people out randomly on their page just because it's a guy like looked good. And it can really kind of create like this like brotherhood or personhood, I guess you can say now. Um, so sisters too. Yeah, sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Um among athletes and i thought that was such a cool time in fitness when people would, would, would do that or just get random shouts shout outs they wouldn't even, wouldn't even know the person they have to see a phenomenal physique and just post it up be like hey check this guy out he looks great and man that was such a cool time and like and just like you said everything's like so monetized now where it's like hey man shout out for a shout out it's like well how much are you gonna pay like it's like dang man like really it's mm. man so i would like to see like more support among fitness names big small all around you know if you have a million followers give a shout out to a guy who has 200 just because he looks good you know like or strong strong yeah mm-hmm. just hollow so that, that's what i would like to see i would like to see more just you know less of like what can you do for me type thing and more of hey i'm gonna shout you out because you look great man you know hard work congratulations type mm-hmm. um so i like my career goals have to do with like service of people and service of communities and specifically my community. So um, before I even like pursued degrees, I worked in 12 years in Parks and Rec. (laughs) So I was working for the city of Colton and like literally like in community services department and recreation. And like I really got to see the effects of what like building a sense of community for people could do for their their lives. Like we'd provide recreation activities, right? So karate classes, ballet classes, um, gymnastics. Uh, we had taught soccer, you know, freaking adorable. Um, but we had services like for people where like we served homeless people, like homeless people who didn't even have to show any proof of like them having or not having a home, but uh, we would give out like food bags like once a month. Um, just like people knowing that they have a community that's there to support them is so powerful. Not everybody. And I feel like we still have a little bit of that. It's more prominent, like in smaller communities, but because we're so like connected via internet now, you almost don't get that sense of like community community, like within your immediate surrounding. It's more like an online community that we have now. So like, I kind of, I like how you said that, like about, like, you know, using social media, like as building your community. But um, yeah, I think people like really thrive when they're empowered by other people. Um, So I think I would like to see more of that. Like, so anything that does that. And I know um, there's a lot of like gyms, like usually like smaller box or like local gyms that do like a lot of events and activities and that are free or low cost like for their community or um, to support their members and that's really cool to see because even if it's not profitable or it's not you know it's bringing traffic in but it's still like not making anybody money that's still powerful because it's building a sense of community and you're building trust and you're building like rapport with those people that walk by so or that come in um like it would be super cool if there was more like community health events. Um, I know that's kind of like, you know, hospitals do that, like community centers do that. Some gyms do that. But um, I mean, and this is kind of crazy because like another like analysis, like a report just came out where 
um, by 2030, they predicted that like close to half of the U.S. population was going to be um, obese or severely obese, which that's only 10 years away. Like that's like not that Mm -hmm. far where if like we're literally thinking like half of people are going to be like with all these health issues, like it's going to be super important that we like connect people to resources that they need. So I don't know. Building a sense of community, community events. I like that. So I have a, I have a huge problem. Maybe this is kind of related to that. So there's a lot of assholes out there. I'm sorry. On like online, although you're talking about social media where people nitpick every little thing someone says, especially newcomers, like beginners. Um, so so people that have been doing fitness pick on people that are beginners, right? Newbies. And I've been guilty of this back in the day when I was young, stupid and immature. I would give people shit like, oh, she said toned or he said I want to look toned or, oh, you say this a lot, like eat clean. Like, I was like what's clean? You're going to use Clorox and blah, 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 you know, things like that. But... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but it's like, OK, Don't do that. if you're, you know, they're, they're in. So this fitness uh, space is for people that are trying to get better, trying to get their health better, just have better quality of life. And then you have these people that are doing it maybe for the same reasons, but also for the physical appearance. Like they don't really care about their their health. You know, they just want to look good, make the muscles pop and all that, which is fine, but doesn't mean you have to go attack these newcomers that are coming in and just give them, you know, shit because they're saying terms like uh, toned or clean or whatever. Like me, if I hear someone say that now, it's like, okay, I know what they mean. Tone. Oh, they just mean they want to look lean. They want to have their muscles popping or clean. They just want mean, oh, they're eating healthy instead of me attacking them or stuff like that. Stop being an asshole people because then you're kind of just tearing them down and you might already make their experience in this community of health and fitness just bad from the beginning and like you said what was the st- statistic how, how many people are going to be obese like half half the population half I think the they said people like, yeah like 48 point something percent like that's that's insane that's, that's where we're headed and that's like that's crazy to me because that's like literally like one and a half of us is yeah. gonna, you know out of the three of us here one and a half of us is going to be obese or so severely obese which that's <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be that one it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i'll take this one guys cool. yeah because again yeah, so that's that's crazy because i feel like that's that's not cool where you're gonna attack people like that because you're just gonna make it harder for them again you have to be strong yourself to ignore these people and, and push forward but still having a supportive community is better than going through one that's just complete completely trash yeah. Um, so yeah, that's something I, that really, really bothers me. It grinds your gears. Yeah, it just, it really <laughs> annoys me. Uh, I see it all the time, even, uh, at the gym I train at, train at, you know, there are individuals that I'll talk smack about someone cause they don't know how to lift properly. They're like, Oh, look at that guy or that girl. She don't, it's just like, why, why, why the fuck are you laughing at them? Yeah, just go help, help them help out them, or just don't say nothing up. or yeah. ask someone that knows how to teach help them out, yeah. you know, because everybody starts somewhere and it just really grinds my gears. It, it's really, <laughs> it really annoys me. Sorry. Yeah. So overall, be more helpful, be yeah. more genuine, be, be nice. more nice. Be nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, be humane. we're all in this for the same reason. We're all in it to get better. 
Yeah, I think people get like a sense of entitlement and that's that's not the way that you're going to help yourself or anybody else. Not long term, at least. The thing is, like, I wouldn't be where I was today if it wasn't for genuine people. Because when I first started going to the gym, when I first got a gym membership, I would find the most jack dude in the gym and walk up to him and be like, hey, can I work out with you? And 99% of the time, they'd be like, yeah, go ahead. You know, they're, they're like, yeah, cool. I don't care. Like, if, if it wasn't for those type of genuine people, I probably never would have learned as much as I did as fast as I did. And, yeah, and just like Morgan said, like, those guys easily could have been like, no, like, what the hell? I'm not going to help you. You don't know how to lift. You know, like, you're a newbie. And if that would have happened, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today. And so because those genuine people who, you know, helped me out when I first started, like, that that's because that's, that's how I got this far. And so I try to do that myself now. Like, I don't care who you are, what you do, where you come from. Like, if you come to me in the gym and you ask me something, I'm going to I'm going to give you a genuine answer. And there's a handful of people that could definitely vouch for that. And I tell people all the time, I go, hey, if you, if you have questions, let me know. I'm more than happy to hop out. I mean, that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. You know, we said this plenty of times on, on plenty of podcasts. We don't get paid for this at all. We make nothing off it. We're literally doing this just to help people out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess a uh, lead by example, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's what we would like to see in this space. This toxic, toxic space. <laughs> the fitness industry is crazy, man. Now there's a lot of like good people out there. Extremes, there's just a couple yeah. people that are just. And they're the ones that stand out because they're the ones that make people feel a type that's, of way. Yeah. Like, people like feel drama. People like, mm-hmm. you know, gossip. So they're like, oh, did you see this shit? And so, yeah. yeah. People yeah. like algorithms, too. Because yeah. that's, I mean, that's what draws that. Like, that's people are going to, like, go look mm-hmm. and tag and like and follow, like, all these people that are going to stir mm. stir the pot. Do we have any more questions? No, I was we just, have no more questions. I was just thinking about the whole algor- al- algorithm thing. Uh-huh. Since we said like the word skinny coffee, everybody's iPhones are listening and Androids. And so now when they scroll on their timeline, they're going to get ads now for skinny coffee. Mm. If you guys do, take a screenshot, send to us. <laughs> yeah, skinny yeah. coffee. There's no such thing as skinny coffee, but there is canine coffee. <laughs> Shameless <laughs> plug. If you guys want to get some coffee, uh, yeah, yeah. Go to, to K9CS.com and uh, I, have a, I have a discount code, but I forgot it. <laughs> Get yourself a sticker. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Oh, and thank goodness because at least Instagram is catching on because you can report uh, pages or even posts uh, of companies that post false information. So, or if they're marketing falsely, um, you can report those pages. Oh, yeah, and, and I love that Instagram's doing that because it's kind of empowering the people. It's empowering like, so companies can't just go and say like whatever they want. It's at least a little bit of regulation. Obviously like Instagram's gonna be like, okay, did this many people report it? And if it's legit, you know, whatever. But at least, you know, cleans up your feed. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that. <laughs> Skinny tea, Reporting everyone. detox tea. Report, report, report. <laughs> this is false. This is false. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, be genuine. Sell genuine stuff. Good question. Be a real natty. <laughs> or not. Just don't pretend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's your life. Nothing, nothing wrong with not. Just yeah. don't say you are. Yeah. So we're um, actually going to be go celebrating our own little christmas after this we're all gonna have a little pr podcast what, dinner on man oh what we didn't talk about your jeep oh how <laughs> was it <laughs> how'd you take it yeah so i took the jeep to uh lake arrowhead last weekend 
took a little bit of trails here and there. Just small stuff. Mm. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but I, I freaking love it. Yeah. For all the Wranglers, if you have a Wrangler out there, you guys know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I just, this is my first time ever in a Jeep. He let me take a ride in it in the parking lot. <laughs> and, and it was fucking badass. <laughs> we went over a curve and it was like nothing. <laughs> went over a little curve. All 100 yeah. feet of it. And the, I didn't know you could Amazing. take off like all the parts. That's to yeah. me, it's, it's like a freaking big it's, ass toy. It's a big like puzzle. A, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah, but it's, it's like a giant Lego. Maybe, I was just gonna yeah, say Lego pieces. Team Jeep, man. I might, I might have one in oh, the future. Man. If you got a Jeep, that would be cool. Because I was thinking Tesla going electric, mm-hmm. but there's still that part of me that doesn't want to go electric. So I might look into Jeep. Complete opposite, yeah. go Jeep. Yeah. But you know what? Mine's like the, it's like the four cylinder, but it's like turbocharged. Mm-hmm. So hashtag environment, you know. Well, yeah, I don't want a lot of power. Ha- I just want the fun. Hashtag go green. Mm-hmm. Right, well, yeah. it's turbocharged. So it still is pushing almost 300 horses, which is actually it's good. a lot of horses. <laughs> oh yeah we're i'm sorry before i cut you off what are you saying oh <laughs> are we gonna go eat or and what? The, oh yeah so, <laughs> and so we're gonna have a little Jimmy's pr crying. podcast uh christmas dinner um at the state so if you guys want to join us go ahead even though it's already pre-recorded <laughs> suckers <laughs> <laughs> but uh so. and then tomorrow actually i should have said this at the beginning because what the hell did I just say? Pecans. Pecans. We're getting by. It's a sign. Get your healthy fats. At the beginning mm. of the podcast, I'm um they're delivering my Olympia motorcycle tomorrow. Harley oh, Davidson. The Harley, the Harley is getting yeah. delivered tomorrow that I won at the Olympia. Yes. So I'm very excited. Are you gonna take it for a spin before you? I've never. You, are you gonna sell it? I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Shh. <laughs> uh, I mean, somebody might want to buy it dude. <laughs> trying to get your buyer here i'll sign it yeah <laughs> um yeah so i don't know I, i've never driven a motorcycle before in my life man that, that's how you know i've never have the guy said driven i've never rode ridden ridden road never did any of those as you know that's you know i never have <laughs> a, a two a two-wheeled motored vehicle <laughs> yeah and so i'm not sure if now's the time I've, to learn i've ridden a moped Moped. Yeah. Ped. Whatever. You know pe- what I mean? <laughs> Men? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a late night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to close out this podcast. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I just want to say, that was the end. Always <laughs> does that. Gosh. That was the end of our questions. The end of every podcast. You guys always cut me off at least three times <laughs> trying to close this out. We're not ready to go. <laughs> So that was the end of our questions for our first Q&A post that we did. And thank you to everybody who submitted questions. I was going to say all that. Um, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> okay, go, go ahead. Yeah. Now you can finish. Go That's, ahead. I don't want to now. <laughs> Gosh, I was on my agenda. I don't have a copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. The people want more of Annie, so go yeah, ahead. More Annie. Well, that's, now I forgot what I was saying. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for everybody. Yeah, so we'll be posting another <laughs> Q&A post. So um, if we um, if you guys like these Q&As, obviously keep posting them because it gives us it gives us content to, to put out there. So um, look out for that next Q&A post and place your questions. Tag friends in that post as well so they can post questions also and find us. And hopefully they'll be getting some valuable information as well. Um, as usual, uh, if you guys are listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and an awesome review to go along with it. We appreciate it all. Whenever you guys leave a review, we love to read them here on the podcast. Maybe you guys a cool shout-out. Um, but only if you guys find some type of value via entertainment 
Don't lie to or us. Or <laughs> some good information. <laughs> Fuck it, lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> or not. We'll take them. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. If you guys love it, please uh, leave us a review. Um, it moves us up on the chart so other people are able to find us and get this valuable information as well. Um, and be sure to continue to follow us on Instagram, uh, pr.podcast. My Instagram is fit underscore influential. Annabelle's is evolve.annabelle. And Morgan's is morgan.aquino. Um, so yeah, keep giving us a follow, keep listening, tag friends. If you guys listen to this, please put on your story, put it on your freaking phone screensaver. I don't care. Just share it and <laughs> tell your coworkers. Um, and thank you guys again. We appreciate it. And we shall see you guys next time. This episode is going up on Monday, the 23rd. So happy holidays to everybody and your family, whatever you celebrate, everybody be safe. We'll have one more episode. Hopefully, before don't drink and drive before twenty twenty. Call an Uber or a Lyft or a Lyft or your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy holidays, guys! <laughs> you ruined my outro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say. Uh, peace out, guys. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye.